This is the Black Rich Club Podcast, a show dedicated to pushing the black community and culture forward one combo at a time. You have life's permission to be black and rich in all aspects of your life. And now, your beautiful host, Franny Crooks. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Black Rich Club Podcast. I am your host, Franny, and I want to thank you for being here today. Happy Wednesday. What's going on? What's popping? What's good? I hope you guys are all having a fantastic week. It is hump day. I hope the first half of your week was fantastic, and I hope the next half is going to be just as amazing. We are still in September, so that means we are still in the money savings challenge. If you guys don't know what that is, I started a challenge September 1st, gearing people, I mean, motivating people, inspiring people to save money for the whole month of September. Because as you guys know, or if you don't know, you might not know, but if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that I've spoken about this before um, in a previous episode, how black people, we are the biggest spenders, but we are the, how should I put it? We don't have the amount of wealth as other ethnicities. So we need to bridge the wealth gap. And the only way to do that is by having wealth. And the only way to obtain wealth is to save. You cannot be wealthy spending, spending, spending. Like, you cannot. That's just impossible. That's just hustling backwards. In order to be wealthy, you have to obtain wealth, which means you need to save money. You need to have assets. You need to have a net worth. So, with that being said, I started the Black Rich Club Money Savings Challenge. If you signed up for our email list, that was the easiest way you can join. Just sign up for our email list, which is free. You become a VIP member. That's what we call those who are signed up to our email list. So what's up, VIP members? What's going on? Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all signed up to the email list. Y'all on this challenge. But you sign up to the email list and you get, um, what do you get? You get a printout of the savings challenge sent to you which basically maps out what you need to save each week in order to save a thousand dollars at the end of the 30 days which is super amazing like it's a way to hold yourself accountable it's nice to do it with someone i always recommend doing it with a friend family you can do it for September. You can go do it for the rest of the year. You can do it for the whole of next year. You can reprint it. You can download it to your phone. It has no um, dates on it. So you can always utilize it. But it's super important that we get into saving money. So if you haven't joined the Savings Challenge, the printout will be available to you until October 1st so even if you start now saving or even if you just want to start next month to get that free printout just go to blackridgeclub.com put your email address in and we send it to you but we're not going to send it anymore after October so get it while you can I suggest everybody go and get it while you can but saving is is imperative that we do that as a black community as black culture as a growing community 
as a knowledgeable community because there's so much information out here. We need to understand the importance of wealth for ourselves, for our family, and for our community. It's important. And, you know, money is... Money is important, but at the same time, money isn't everything, right? So I was watching yesterday. I don't know how it ended up popping up. You know, YouTube, they'll suggest something to you. So probably because all I'm about right now is money, 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 saving, saving, saving. So it popped up about lottery winners who have lost their millions. And when I tell you this story of John Whitaker... Google him. John Whitaker, he won $314 million in 2002, and it was all gone within five years. All gone within five years. And recently, I don't know how recent though, but recently his home in Virginia caught a fire. It was not insured. It was a huge house, was not insured, and it was basically totaled as a loss. So just imagine the last bit of equity you have is all burnt to the ground because you couldn't afford to have insurance on the home after winning $314 million. Now, if that's not wild, I don't know what's wild. And the lesson there for me was, yes, it's nice to save money. It's nice to have money. It's nice to be wealthy. It can happen to any of us. Any of us can go and play the lotto tomorrow and be this big millionaire. But if you don't have your money habits intact, if you are not financially educated, that money can be gone in the blink of an eye. The blink of an eye. Five years is nothing when you really think about it. Like five years go by so fast, unless you're in a panorama in 2020 2019 then you know those years went by pretty slow being in the house but other than that the years seem to just go by so fast like even now we're already in September which is wild crazy to me but if you don't have your education intact when it comes to finances just throw it out the window. Like we all think that winning money or obtaining millions of dollars is life changing. And it can be. But like I said, if you don't have it together, it can be gone in no time. So some things I wanted to talk about is what you can do. Let's say if you did win the lotto or what should you be doing while you are obtaining wealth, while you are becoming wealthy, you know what I mean? Like, what are some things that we can be doing? So, one, I'm not going to number all of these, but one, <laughs> we need to begin with buying what we can afford, especially us as black people. Like, we need to start buying what we can afford because we love to spend money. We spend trillions of dollars a year, trillions of dollars a year on merchandise, on products. And most of the time, a lot of things that we purchase, we can't even afford. We're not buying it cash. We're buying it on credit. We're not paying the credit card off in full. So now we're paying interest on that item. So if we bought 
something we couldn't afford, right? We bought the brand new pair of Jordans on credit. It was $160. By the end of the year, because now you're only paying piece by piece, those Jordans are now 200 and something dollars, $300, depending on your interest rate or whatever. But we need to just stop buying things that we can't afford. Like, if you can't afford it, do not buy it. Do not buy it. It's okay to not go to Nordstrom and shop if you are on a Zara budget. That's okay. It's okay, baby. Zara has some nice clothes. I like Zara's clothes. I like their handbags, too. I'm not going to Nordstrom to buy skims when Boohoo has the same thing for $20, but skims because I I feel like I need to hashtag skims on my Instagram post. So now I'm going to Nordstrom to spend $100 on this bodysuit or these whatever they sell when I can just go on Boohoo and buy it for $10, buy it for $8. You know what I mean? Like we that's another thing we love to do too. We like to buy things to impress other people. And we have to stop. We have to stop. Like, unless you're a celebrity, you need to stop. (laughs) And the trick is, the gotcha gotcha is, most celebrities get their items for free. Most celebrities, their clothes are borrowed. They go to the showroom. The stylist goes to the showroom. They'll borrow the clothes. And then they'll bring it back to the showroom and that's how that goes. So even the celebrities aren't buying it. Like we're the ones buying it. Black people, we're the ones buying it and we can't afford it. So let's stick to buying things that we can afford. And let's also stick to not buying things to impress other people. You know what I mean? Like there's some billionaires, Mark Zuckerberg, who else? The guy who created Apple. I don't know why I'm getting a brain fart, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Richard Branson. All these people wear the same clothes every day. They wear the same clothes every day. And do you know why they do that? It's not because they're cheap, but it's because they're not trying to impress anybody. And then also, too, on a mental note, they're not trying to spend their time worried about what they need to wear, what they're wearing, when they have other things to worry about, other things on their mind to further their success, other ideas in their head of where they can allocate their funds to make more money. That's what they're doing. Even Barack had mentioned it, and he has a quote. Let me let me get that quote because I found it to be interesting because he even mentions that he only wears blue and gray suits because he don't have time. He does not have time. All right. So he says, I don't, I'm trying to pare down decisions. I don't want to make decisions about what I'm eating or wearing because I have too many other decisions to make. You need to focus your decision-making energy. You need to routine, routinize, which means create a routine yourself. You can't be going through the day distracted by trivia. And I thought that was interesting. Like, 
even Barack is just wearing the same thing over and over. Or even if it's not, it's like maybe the same brand. It's all in his closet. I'm pretty sure they're affordable. Maybe some things are expensive, but for the most part, I'm sure he's not spending $5,000 each time around on a suit. Like, stop. So let's continue to buy what we can afford. Another thing is that we need to do is be honest with other people with what we can afford because we all know we've been there, especially me. It's a pet peeve of mine. But going out to eat when you know you can't afford it, then the bill comes and you're looking like... You're looking like a baker because you got egg on your face. You knew you couldn't afford it. Why did you come? Why did you come? Or now you're looking super sus because you're putting your credit card down to split this bill. And you already know once you once once them funds are taken out, you're broke. You don't have it. Stay home. It's okay. It's okay to tell your friends, listen, this is not my season right now. I'm saving money. I'm not going out. When I was buying my house, oh, please. I'm in a group chat with my friends. They they probably were so sick of me because I was like, I can't make it. Sorry, I can't come. And a lot of them didn't even know I was buying my house because... I just wanted it to be something where I knew it was happening before I got so excited sharing the news and then, you know, something didn't go my way. So I kept it to myself, but all of those, oh, it's my birthday, it's my birthday, this, this, and this, like we already know how the group chats are. Everyone's having something somewhere, their children is having something somewhere, their grandmother, the mother, the sister, the auntie, them. Everybody is having something somewhere which requires you to spend money. Mm -mm. I had different goals. Like, my mindset was somewhere else. And I felt okay with saying no. I, I don't live to impress nobody. Trust and believe. If I'm in hibernation, I'm in hibernation. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's either we're going to be friends afterwards or we're not going to be friends and if you're not going to be my friend because I don't want to go out and spend a bag with you then I don't know what to tell you but we we have to be honest with our friends and family about certain things like no you don't have to say oh no if I go get pizza with you I'm not going to have money for the rest of the week just politely decline sorry I can't make it this time I hope to see you guys at the next event. Sorry, I can't come out to dinner tonight. I got plans. Even if you're just in the house. Sorry, I can't make it to dinner tonight. I hope that you guys have a good time. Just as simple. Just as simple. Like, we don't have to impress anyone. And it's okay to be honest with where you are financially. Sorry, can't make it. I'm trying to save money for my future. You guys want to come and eat at my house? Y'all want to bring food? Come to my house? That's cool. I got a kitchen here. That's cool, too. But all of this feeling like you're obligated to go out and spend money when you got goals, you have financial goals that you want to achieve, 
Stick to your goals, baby. Stick to your goals. It's fine. Because at the end of the day, when ish hits the fan and you got financial problems, most people who you sat at those tables with, restaurants with, are not going to be there. Most of them don't even have $100 to give you. Most of them have never even contributed to your lifestyle financially in any type of way. And that's okay too. But at the end of the day, it's just like you have to live for you and your family. You have to live for you and your family. No, but barely anyone is going to come and save you. If you have a friend that will come and save you, keep them. They are a blessing because there's not many people that you could be like, yo, I'm really down and out. I'm having a tough time. Who's going to be like what you need, how much money you need. Or just sell you because who really wants to say how much you need, right? Because really, if I'm down and out, I need a lot. But who's really going to be like, oh, here's X, Y, and Z amount of money? Not many, right? So be honest with people and stay home. It's about to be winter in New York. A lot of money saving. That's a lot of money saving. Stay home. The weather's going to be sucky. Stay home. Winter is coming. Winter is upon us. Another thing we need to learn how to do, we need to learn how to spend money. Like, we know how to spend money, but we need to know how to spend money, if you know what I mean, if you catching what I'm dropping. <laughs> what do they say? If you catching what I'm putting down. That's old school stuff. But we need to learn how to spend money. And when I say we need to learn how to spend money, we need to understand that it's okay to buy something on sale. We don't always have to pay full price for stuff. Like, we don't always have to pay full price for stuff. My friend, she's a gift and a curse because she sent me this group that always has sales. And guess who's always in those groups? White people. White people are always commenting on every sale that this person posts. White people are in those groups getting those sales. I just saw some Timberlands on sale today. I was like, ooh, I should buy them because we already, I already told y'all I'm in New York. It's about to be winter time. It's about to be Timberland season. And I need me some Timberlands. And they're on sale. From $120 to $70. <laughs> but we love to pay full price. We love to pay full price. And then we brag on it. Like, yeah, I drew, I paid $10,000 for this. Mind you, girl over here paid $500. Girl over here paid $100. Boy over here paid $1,000. And we just love to brag that we paid full price. That's not a flex. It's not a flex that you pay full price for this item that's giving you nothing in return. No residuals. It is not an asset. It is a depreciating item. Like, no one's going to buy it from you at full price. No, Unless it's a Rolex or a Birkin bag or something like that. Other than that, it's like, shop a sale. <clears throat> Excuse me. Shop a sale. It's okay. Another thing we need to learn how to do is spend money in the grocery store. 
I I would love to learn couponing. I remember my best friend's mom. She's like my second mom. She would come in the house with, you would swear it was $500 worth of groceries. And she'd be like, Franny, I only spent $30. <laughs> I'd be like, how? Couponing. This day is a double coupon. This is this. Da, 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 da. I still don't understand couponing. But if I did, I would be learning how to spend my money better in the grocery store. First of all, Trader Joe's got me in a chokehold and they don't ever have coupons. Shame on them. They need to have coupons. We need to all pick it so that they can get coupons. But we need to learn how to spend our money in the grocery store. We know we need to learn how to shop sales. I'm bad at this too. I'm not going to sit up here in front. Like if I see something, Heinz ketchup is $3, but the store brand is two dollars or it's on sale for a dollar i'm still buying heinz like (laughs) because i like what i like (laughs) but at the end of the day we need to learn how to shop sales groceries we need to learn how to do better with making our money stretch like stretching our money like we have to do better we need to learn how to spend better make wiser decisions when it comes to our money and how we're spending it, where we're spending it, and those sales. We got to do better with sales. We got to do better with sales. Another thing we need to understand is it's not really about how much you make. It's about how much money you save, right? Because you can be wealthy and still be broke. You can make six figures and still be in a and still not be in a great situation. You can make six figures and someone who's making five figures could be in a better place than you. How is that even possible? How is that even possible? But it is possible and it happens all the time. Like you could be making $100,000, right? So here you are making $100,000 but you went and leased a car, the latest car. Carnot is out the wazoo. You have a really nice house. Mortgage is out the wazoo. Your children, they all have to go to private school. Expensive. Your kids, they all have extracurricular, extracurricular activities. Expensive. Wifey loves to go on extravagant trips, expensive. You go to the best of the best gym, Lifetime Fitness, or one of them really expensive gyms, expensive. What else? You live in LA and gas is $8 a gallon, expensive. You should have got that Tesla, but you didn't. You got that brand new Lambo truck and you leased it. So now... All these things add up, right? Every month. That's not even including your food, your bills. You have the lady coming every week, twice a week to clean your house. You know, self-care, wellness, massages, all types of stuff. And now, at the end of the year, you're spending like $80,000, right? So you went from $100,000 Spending $80,000, you're left to save or play with $20,000, right? And these, this $80,000 is what you must pay. 
every year, right? Including taxes and all that extra stuff. So now you have someone who's making 50 grand a year, half of what you make. And they're not leasing a car. They went on Craigslist. They bought a car because they understood that they just wanted to get from A to B, right? And that's their money goals was different. So they're like, I need to save more money than I spend. So they went, they bought a used car with no car note. They are not sending their child to private school, public school, because they have goals. And there's no judgment on either or. Like, if you want to send your kid to private school or any of these lavish things, by all means, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. But I'm just trying to let you understand, like, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you save. So anyway... They decided to clean their house themselves. They're shopping the sale, right? They, they, they're not going to the best of the best gym. They're going to Blink, <laughs> Blink Fitness. That's not $250. My friend said that um, Lifetime is like $250 a month. So they're spending like $20 a month in the gym, right? And they're not being lavish. Like they're moderately spending money and not being crazy with it. So at the end of the year, they're spending $20,000 on all the things that they need, right? So here you are, you're making 100,000 but you're spending 80. So you got 20 grand left over. This they're making 50,000 Spending twenty, they have thirty thousand left over at the end of the year. So who's richer? Who's richer? You're making more money, but you're spending more money. You're making less and you're saving more. So who's richer? Right? So we have to get that out of our mind. Like three hundred and fourteen million dollars and you have nothing left compared to this person who's making 50000 and they have $30,000 left at the end of the year. Who's really rich? Who's richer? And that's the full circle moment. It's like it all goes back to being educated financially, making the right financial decisions for yourself, for your family, in order to get ahead. Because at the end of the day, it's all about numbers, And it's all about understanding money, understanding where to put it, understanding how money works, and understanding how to use money, right? If you're going to use somebody, use money. Because money has the ability to grow without you doing anything, right? If you get into the right investments, get your money in the right accounts, you know, money can work for you instead of you working for money. So at the end of the day, it's all about being financially educated because we all can fall into money any time. But if you have bad spending habits, it's like water in your hands, sand in your hands. It's going to fall right through your fingertips. It's going right through your fingertips. And we don't want that. We want to be able to hold on to what we have and accumulate more. 
how can we make more? How can we save more? That needs to be the mentality that we need in order to close this wealth gap. It has to happen. And it's happening because more and more of us are becoming more educated on money. And we're starting to share that information with other people. And there, it's like a chain reaction. Everyone's starting to catch on. And if you're having any struggles in regards to what you should be doing with your money, how you should be saving, what you should be spending on, find an accountant. See if you can have a consultation with them. It might be a fee. It might not. If you have someone who does your taxes, when you go do your taxes, have a list of questions for them. You know what I mean? Figure out and find out how you can get more money, how you can save more money. What are some things you can cut? Are there any companies out here that's better than the rest? For insurance, your home insurance, your car insurance, renter's insurance. Are there any other tools? Are there any banks that have the best um, interest rates right now on savings? Is there a minimum? Like all of these things that we need to be privy to we just have to ask for help sometimes we have to look for the information it might not be in our face a lot of times especially us we have to dig for information so ask an accountant if you have a friend or if you know of one it could be a local one too because i find that the big the big ones they don't even want to deal with you like they don't even really want to sit down and have a conversation with you they too big so find someone locally who's passionate that about helping. Find a YouTube video, see what you can find, and then furthermore, research it yourself. Then you can ask better questions. You know, see what's going on in your city, in your town, financially. What's happening money-wise? Pick up a money magazine. I love money magazine. Always great things going on, you know, in that magazine. So ask for help ask for help if you know a friend who's doing well financially ask for some help ask for some help be like listen i see that you're doing really well with your finances is there any way we can sit down and you can possibly give me some pointers or can we get on a call and you can give me some pointers you know hopefully they're willing to do so and a lot of people are willing to help you know it's just information so let's get better y'all but i'm glad you guys are here doing the savings challenge i'm so happy it's been such a great time next week is the last week but i still encourage you guys to continue to save for the rest of the year next year change your saving challenge if you did a thousand dollars um this month maybe next year next month sorry not next year but next month maybe do 1200 maybe do 1050 maybe do 1100 if you save 500 maybe do 600 you know if you save 100 maybe be like okay next month i'm gonna save 200 every little bit counts you know what i mean so let's just do better be better you know that's that's it but Thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said earlier, if you want a copy of the savings plan sent right to your email, you can download it. You can screenshot it. Just go to blackrichclub.com, enter your email, and we send it right over to you. You don't even have to do anything else. Just make sure you check your spam.
check your spam and your promotions tab. If you're a new VIP member, make sure you check and then it's, it's sent right to you. It's such a beautiful thing. So thank you guys for tuning in to this episode and I'll see you guys on Saturday. Saturday, five minutes with me on Saturday. What are we going to talk about? What should we talk about? If you guys have any ideas, send me a message. Send me something on Instagram. Send me a DM. Slide in my DMs. (laughs) But yeah, but thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys have a good day. Later.